99 Jams Community Matters. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. And live in the studio. I'm excited. This is the first time she's ever been on my show. Uh huh. County Commissioner Barbara Sharif. Good morning, Barbara. Hi. Good morning to you. I'm so excited to have you on my show. I'm excited to be here, too, because <laughs> we've known each other for so long. Hello. And this is the first opportunity. Yes. You've been booked and busy, honey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It never stops. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit. Um, okay. So everyone knows you as, whether currently it's what it is or not, everyone knows you as the mayor of Broward County. Then you were the mayor before that of... Vice mayor of the city of Miramar. Like, (laughs) it it just grew, honey. So how, what what is your title now? So I'm the Broward County Commissioner for District 8, Mm -hmm. which includes Pembroke Pines, Mm -hmm. Miramar, Mm -hmm. West Park, Pembroke Park, and Northwest Hallandale. I was just um, interviewing Wayne Messam. Yes. And he announced that he's running for president. Oh, okay. Yes. And and the thing is, we were speaking about the growth of Miramar. Mm-hmm. How does it feel like you started out in Miramar, your political career started in Miramar, correct? And now the growth of that city is so big. So I live in Miramar. Okay. So then that's your home. Okay. <laughs> so um, I've been in Miramar now since 2007. Okay. Um, was in Pembroke Pines before that. I've mm-hmm. kind of lived in every place in my yeah, district. Um, but I, yeah, you know, Miramar and Pembroke Pines are growing uh, great leaps and mm-hmm. bounds uh, in this we're, they're predicting that in 2020, when the census comes out, that Pembroke Pines will probably be um, the largest city in Broward County. Wow. Yeah. That's so big. It is huge because um, their population has truly grown over the past 10 years. Um, they have a very progressive city, and I think that they're, they're doing a great job. And I think... For them, of all the cities in my uh, district, all five of them have really done a phenomenal job with what they've been um, doing in their cities. Yeah, there's like so much construction, hotels being built, like by Pembroke Gardens right. that way. Yes, um, they schools, spoke, colleges. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like a lot of stuff, and also they were telling me that at Miramar Regional Park, it's going to be like. Is it the tennis or what? The what American sport? Tennis Association. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the ATA. Um, that's going to be in conjunction uh, with Broward County, the Convention and Visitors Bureau. We're planning um, to have a facility there um, that would be honoring uh, African-American tennis players mm-hmm. and really talking about that history and putting that out there and also having an opportunity to have a training facility and a place where people can go and enjoy tennis in our community. That is so awesome. And also people, you know, know you, unfortunately, because of all the tragedies that happened, you were on the TV, either speaking about the hurricane, the weather, (laughs) giving us tips on how to survive it, um, the shootings Um, at, at the schools, at the airport. How do those events affect you as, you know, having a high ranking in the city or the county and having to these tragedies happening in in your space. So, you know, when the airport shooting occurred, I think um, the the first thing that you think about is just vulnerability. Mm -hmm. You know, people are going on vacation and then all of a sudden, you know, because of the laws that we have in place for guns, that they're they're able to carry guns and ammunition in through the airport. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the airport shooting 
uh, occurred. And then you're thinking, okay, that could have very easily been me. Why? Because when the shooting occurred, my kids and I were off on vacation and we came through that same terminal from Canada. Mm. So it was, it was very interesting how those events um, came about, but just to see that five people lost their lives senselessly, um, it really took its toll, not just on uh, myself personally as the mayor and an elected official, but also on our county. People were just devastated that something like that happened here in Broward County. And then you turned around and, um, you know, we had Hurricane Irma. Oh. And that was just like <laughs> one of those things that just went on. I mean, you know, we had that emergency operations center uh, active for 14 days. You know, I was one of those people in Broward that got my power back last. And everybody kept saying, mm. you're the mayor. <laughs> you should have your power first. And I was like, no, um, we're on day number 10. And um, I'm running but, out of clothes. Okay, but during an emergency like that, do you get to, like, go home? Or are you, like, in that set weather center? How um, does that work? Once we put the curfew in place, we're locked into the center. Um, oh. So we stay there. Um, all, most of my day was spent in the center. And um, I had my kids um, who we put them in a the hotel next to me. Okay. And so we, that's how I was able to work from there. So my girls... Um, had my American Express charging up whatever they could charge up while I was working in the emergency operations center. And can I just give you a shout out on your daughters? They're so beautiful. I love when you post them at events oh, and they do their thing. You're, you have no boys or you have no a boy? boys. Girl, the queens. Yes. <laughs> I've got a 20, um, 20 year old, an 18 year old, and an 11 year old. Hello. And uh, my 20 year old's in her second year of pre med. My 18 year old is going to be graduating from West Broward High School with mm-hmm. a dual degree. She'll have an associate's and a high school diploma. Hello. My 11-year-old thinks that she's the next president <laughs> of the United States. And she should. She said to me, Mommy, I'm going to beat you to the White House. I said, okay. I said, I'll be right there to be your advisor. How about you just let me be your Hello. advisor? So, yeah, that's so cool. I think, I, I mean, I'm, that's probably one of my most proudest accomplishments, you know, is seeing my girls carry on in my footsteps in terms of of um, the importance of education and and having that lead to financial independence and success. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, we laugh all the time. My mother calls me the career student. I have <laughs> I um, six college degrees. Oh my God. I couldn't even make it through one. <laughs> How did you make it through six? Six. Um, um, doctor of nursing practice now, mm-hmm. a nurse practitioner, master's of science, bachelor's of science, and on and on. But my kids um, see that. And I think that that's why they, school has been like such a priority for them. That's and so I think good. that we as parents have to set that type of that role model example for our kids. Mm-hmm. So at least that when even when you turn your back, you know that they're they're going to say, "Okay, well, what would my mom do in this situation, or what, what my mom's going to continue to go on?" You they know? use the WWMD. Yeah. What would mom do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's so awesome. Six degrees. Yeah, you know, people see, you know, like. Um, mayors and commissioners and really don't know like their personal journey of how they got there and what they did. They just see them at the meetings and stuff like that. And they're like, they don't know anything (laughs) when they disagree with you, of course. Well, you know, what's really funny mm -hmm. is um, like people see me now Mm -hmm. and they think that I just like rolled out of bed and And became all this. (laughs) And so I'd like to, you know, take them back a little bit. You know, when I was 14, Mm -hmm. I lost my father to gun violence. Mm -hmm. So, 
so that changed my my whole trajectory of my life. I was supposed wow. to go to medical school. Uh, I have eight siblings. My mom was widowed with all those kids. Whoa. And it was because a 15-year-old decided to rob my father, shot him in the chest in front of my 19-year-old sister. <sighs> and so when I, you're talking about growing up and struggling and trying to get through school and having no money, you know, I just, I, I have said to people before, I believe in God and I know that he is there with me, but I'm going to tell you from where I came from to get to where I am now, um, you know, you know, there's a God. <laughs> there's because no other way. There is just gonna... <laughs> no way to get to this point. You know, I mean, you know, besides being the county commissioner, you know, my in my real life, mm-hmm. <laughs> my real mm-hmm. job as a doctor of nursing practice, I own South Florida Pediatric Home Care. Yes. I have just over 650 employees mm-hmm. and I have two locations, one in Dade, one in Broward. And what the beauty in that is, is that I provide jobs for registered nurses, licensed practical nurses, therapists, and we provide home health care services. Um, I would have never been able to create that and get to this point without the support of my community, my family, and without people believing in me. And I just think that whenever you get to that point, you got to give something back. You know, you you have to. And so um, one of the things that we do every year, which started um, 10 years ago, It was trying to give back to kids that didn't have the opportunity on Easter to go to spend, you know, 80, 90 bucks on an Easter egg hunt and And a basket. Yeah, and and a basket and all that stuff. And so I created this um, event called Eggapalooza. Ten years. <laughs> ten years this ago. Year is the 10? Yeah. Congratulations. This started um, just trying to help kids that were in CDNF schools mm-hmm. in Broward County, and we started just handing out little invitations to kindergarten classes and first graders and second graders. And it grew. I mean, I, I gave out, I think, 1,250 cards my first year, mm-hmm. and we got over 2,000 people. Okay. And we've been partnering with Cox Media Group, 99 mm-hmm. Jams. Yep. I mean, for 10 years, ten. this has been going on. So 10 years, over 10,000 people. Mm. Uh, we have egg hunts, sack races, rides. It's like a big fair. Um, um, pictures yeah. with the Easter bunny. Yes. So you don't have to go yeah. to the mall and pay a billion dollars for you know, a picture with the bunny. And it's all free. <laughs> and um, this was something that because I specialize in taking care of kids, mm-hmm. I wanted every kid when they walk in to feel like this is the best day ever and I'm getting everything that I want. Aww. And so, you know, we everything, it's it's live music, it's free food, it's um, it's just free drinks, um, free um, slides. You know, when you go into a kiddie park, you know, they're always charging for the rides. Everything. We have rock climbing walls. We have this thing called Whirlwind Turbo where they get in and it spins them around. <laughs> and gets um, them dizzy. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got that. a wing eating contest that's Ooh. being hosted by Cox Media Group. Hey. And um, to this year, our very first time that we're going to do Miramar's Got Talent. So we're going to have kids compete on stage to win a trophy and other prizes and gifts um, for just having talent. And this event has always been about just the, the community and just giving back and in a way where people can say, you know what, um, I had a great day. I had a great time. I didn't spend any money. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's what it's about. You know, like, Egapalooza is honestly the staple Easter event 
yeah. in, in South Florida. Yeah. That's like the main it one. Is, it is. It is. People come there because they don't have to spend a ton of money and they can have um, fun. It's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on April the 20th. Yes. Let me give out the information. So yeah. real quick. Ego, the 10th <laughs> annual Egapalooza is Saturday, April 20th. Mark your calendars. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Miramar Regional Park. And that park is spacious, par- free parking, yeah. everything you it's need. It's $3 to park. That's oh, the so city. Then that's it. Yeah, the, the whole, city charges the $3 per car. Okay, then I apologize for that's that okay. part. But only $3 to park, and yeah. you get all that for free. Everything Come else on. is free. Um, and we have some amazing sponsors. So for my, my company, mm-hmm. our specialty is the teddy bear clinic. So we take the kids. They get a free teddy bear. Uh-huh. But they get to take the blood pressure. They give the teddy bear Aww. an injection. They give them a <laughs> Band-Aid. You know, it's really cute. It's a lot of fun. Kids come there just for that. They get their free teddy bear. We have Home Depot where they have a building workshop. Super um, cool. So that's, that's a lot of fun. We've got... Um, a, activities like painting and computer um, um, activities for kids. Like if they want to be a graphic artist, Mm. they have a a young lady that's there and she has the computers. They can actually draw on the computer and they get to print it out. Um, Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. They saved my niece's life. Thank you much. (laughs) Yes. Great hospital. Children's Services Council. And um, the Florida Panthers come out with Stanley the Panther. Okay. And everybody loves Chick-fil-A. Hello. And the Poor cow. And it's Saturday. Yes. They're open. (laughs) Well, they give out free chicken sandwiches. Awesome. And the cow takes pictures with the kids, and the kids run around the cow. It is hilarious. The only thing, Maestro and I are always protecting the cow's tail. (laughs) Kids want to pull the tail. (laughs) What about the udders? Oh, no udders. I don't think he has any. Oh, yeah. He's a a male cow. Yeah, I don't know. But thank God he doesn't because they will pull pull those, too. I think that it's for the entire family. Like all yes. ages, from infant babies to take pictures with the Easter bunny, teenagers I mean, come is, out there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Um, we like have cotton candy, popcorn machines, snow cone machines, um, the rock climbing wall, and it's a, a big slide. We have this slide that you get on those little potato sacks. Oh yeah, and slide and down. slide down. <laughs> that's so much fun, but okay. it's kids, kids be like <laughs> for me, but they're like coming all the way down on that. And that slide. makes you go fast because we were on the potato. It sack. does. It does. But let me ask you. So the tenth annual Egapalooza, like when you did the first one, you said your intentions, what it was. Mm-hmm. Did you imagine ten years later it would grow to the extent that it has grown? Because it's like I said, it is the staple Easter event. Uh. In, in South Florida. In South Florida. We, well, no. I never imagined that um, because it was something that I thought only a small amount of people would take advantage of. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we go inside the little egg hunt area mm-hmm. and I turn around and I say, okay, it's time for the, you know, the, the four-year-old egg hunt to start. And I I look back and I see, you know, three, four hundred kids and I'm like, this is one. And then we have to do it again. So we're doing on average every egg hunt about um, 800 to a thousand kids. And we um, we stuff and pack all those eggs. We Who make is sure doing that? That's my company, say. all my oh employees my do that. It's the plastic. Eggs yeah. Plastic something. eggs. We always Whoa. put stuff in there. Um, they get a, if they get a, a block egg, like a Lego egg, mm-hmm. they get a free Easter basket. Oh. And um, 
But we this year we have about ten thousand eggs, and I don't know if that's going to be enough because every year we put we add a couple thousand more. Last year we had eight thousand, and we ran out of eggs after oh a while because gosh. everybody was like, "I want a you know everybody wants a basket full of, of eggs." But I have to tell you, parents, the biggest thing about an egg hunt is just having the egg hunt and having fun and seeing the kids run around. Yeah, and, but are the parents when they go on the egg hunt? Are the parents next to them or no. they're just good? Because I was going to no. say the parents gonna be like trying to guide them yeah. and take the eggs, and that's. <laughs> what we we try to detour them from coming into the field on mm-hmm. the egg hunts because if the kids are there by themselves that's little bodies against little yeah. bodies but if the parents start running in then they they kind of yeah. crash into the kids and so we want the kids only on the field we actually changed the the um, age group for the egg hunt because okay. we didn't want anybody um, putting little kids on the field and getting hurt yeah so the little kids they go to the tent and they get a goodie bag Aww. they get bunny ears and they get pictures with the Easter Bunny, and mm-hmm. there's ride that the rides that they can go on with their parents. Super cool! Yeah. <laughs> I love this. So, so Barbara, you spoke about you know the tragedy that happened to you when you were young. Yes. At 14, when something like that happens to you, how do you transition and push forward? Like your whole entire family, eight children. Yeah. How I gotta tell you. Um, for the most part, when I was in school, I did not have any money. It was a struggle. Mm. Um, I went to nursing school, and um, I, my, my, I remember my dorm rent was $100 a month, and I was doing work study to pay for that. My aunt worked in the church kitchen mm-hmm. where I grew up. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a Muslim um, household, okay. and um, we we grew up um, going to Masjid Al-Ansar mm-hmm. down in um, Miami in 54th okay. Avenue. So I would go to the kitchen and my aunt told me, when you work, buy a cont- set of containers. I would buy a set of containers, take it to the church. She would fill it up. And that's how I ate most of the time through Hello. school. That was your weekly. That was my fill up on <laughs> that Sunday. That was your grocery shopping Sunday every week. So Thank it God. was just like when people look around, they were like, wow, how did you do all of this? Well, I think, like I said, I had a community of people that really kept me lifted up in spirit and and really helped to get me through. And, you know, I, I drove a 1976 Oldsmobile Cutlass Salon. Hell. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, big The car. biggest rust bucket you could imagine. <laughs> it broke down on the side of the road. And who came to rescue me? My grandfather. Okay. I mean, this car was leaking everything. Gas <laughs> oil, everything. But, oh you know, God. it's like those things in life, those experiences in life help you to come to appreciate when God takes you from one place and brings Hello. you to another. Mm-hmm. It just really helps you to say, OK, I'm here. I can appreciate this. And now I really have to look back and pull people forward who are struggling just like that. Yeah. And I love the fact that, like you said, th- like stories like that is what carves you mm-hmm. into what you become. And then you do events like Eggapalooza with the need to give back because you were, you yeah. know, when you were in your time of struggle. Well, you know, well, my father had um, a food bank when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And so I always joked around and I was miserable, right? Mm-hmm. Because on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, my dad had me packing up grocery bags. <laughs> and we're hopping in my mom's Volvo station wagon mm-hmm. in the back and handing out food in neighborhoods that were um, people who were less fortunate than us. And he Mm -hmm. always said, you know, you got to give something back to the community. So I knew that 
based on my the size of my company and what I was doing, I knew I couldn't run a food bank because that takes a lot of time. Yeah. But I felt like I could do other things in the community. And that's why I ran for office, because I mm-hmm. felt like I could advocate for people who were less fortunate because I had a, a, a good education and I had a good background. Mm-hmm. I'm very vocal. There's no shrinking wallflower <laughs> in me. Um, and I thought, OK, I could do this in my own way. Yeah. And so um, I feel like, you know, I honor my father's legacy by giving back to the community, serving as a public servant. And then also my own thing is kids. And I I love kids. And Mm -hmm. so Eggapalooza was just my baby. (laughs) And um, I'm hoping to see another 20 years. I love, of course you will. (laughs) That's that's what we speak into existence. I wanted to ask you, where did the title mayor of Broward County come from? Because I never even knew Broward County had a mayor. Was there always a mayor of Broward County? Well, there was chairs at first. And then (laughs) And and sometime in the 90s, they changed it. And so um, every year, a mayor and a vice mayor is selected by the nine-member board of county commissioners. And so I had the opportunity to be the first African-American female mayor Mm -hmm. in 100 years. Hello. And I got to serve (laughs) twice. Okay. How did that happen? Because you got... You were the mayor of what first? I was the vice mayor of Miramar, which is somewhat somewhat similar to how things happen on the county commission, which is that's a rotational title. Every year, the vice mayor of Miramar changed. The only thing that's stable in terms of the um, election is the mayor. The mayor is um, elected, and so the mayor is always the mayor once the mayor is elected. But in Miramar, the vice mayor changes each year. And so I I was on the commission for a couple years, um, served as a commissioner, then got the vice mayorship. And then the seat that I originally wanted, which is the county commission seat, Mm -hmm. came available. And it's the seat I hold today. The first seat I ran for. And how long have you been in this seat right now? A little over eight years. I just started my last four-year term. So we're term limited to 12 years. Uh Uh-oh. And so, yep. (laughs) So what next president of... (laughs) You know, I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I mean, I got till 2022 to make that decision because I term out in 2022. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, leave it to my kids. I'd be running for something right now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's been a great eight years. uh, Just... Seeing, I think on the county level, what's fantastic about being a commissioner is that you, you, we can put something on our agenda and in a period of six weeks, eight weeks, you see it in action. Mm, and so, that's rewarding. Yeah, it, it, it's really rewarding. It makes me feel like, okay, I have a purpose and I'm really doing something for my community. So I like that a lot. What advice do you give to the community when, and, and this could fall into any community, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, or anyone who's listening. What advice do you have to the community when they feel discouraged, like they're not getting the results that they want from their community leaders like what's the best process of course because you, you don't want to go fight nobody or nothing but what's the best process so we have open we have meetings where people can come sign up at the county and speak every single meeting if you have an item that you don't like or you have something you want to say you could do a three-minute delegation request where you put in for it a few weeks in advance and you're able to speak about whatever you want to speak about mm-hmm. to the commission whether it be traffic lights some people talk about sewage some people 
people talk about animals. Whatever you want to speak about, you can mm-hmm. speak about. And then if we have an item that you don't particularly care for, you can show up at the county commission, sign in, and give a card, and you'll get two or three minutes to speak on that item. And mm-hmm. so a government is supposed to be very transparent and open, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't realize what their rights are and what, mm-hmm. what opportunities are afforded them. Oh, so that's good to know. So yeah. let's talk one before we wrap things up again. What is, I mean, the 10th annual Eggapalooza is going down Saturday, April 20th, just in time for Easter. Yeah. Easter Sunday is the 21st, right? It's always the Saturday before, before Easter. Easter. Good job. <laughs> and it's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's free to the public, only $3 parking. And it's at Miramar Regional Park, which is at 16801 Miramar Parkway. Dade Broward, you're Anybody. all invited. It's not just for Miramar residents. Right. <laughs> and you can go, what is your contact information? Like, how do they sure. find you? Instagram, Facebook, wherever. So we are South Florida Pediatric Home Care. Okay. We have that on um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Okay. Or they can call 954-967-1900. That's 954-967-1900. And we will get them to wherever, you know, or give them the information and get them to the website. Um, and, you know, I just want to give a shout out to a couple of other yes, sponsors that do. we have. Mm-hmm. We have Dr. Thrower's Med Spa. You hey, know Dr. Dr. Thrower, Thrower yes. right? Hey, Dr. Thrower. I'm a 26-year patient. Okay. Hello. Yes, I need I, to go see Dr. Thrower. Yeah, he's going to be out there with okay. his med spa staff and his office. He's been a really um, a big supporter. He joined us last year. Okay. Um, and we've got the Children's Services Council giving out free goodies. The Museum of Discovery and Science. If you've got kids that like snakes and Mm -hmm. lizards and that type of thing, creepy crawlies. (laughs) Planets and all the stuff. Yeah. (laughs) They bring out a really nice display um, out at the park. Mm -hmm. Um, Walmart Vision Center will be there checking eyes and giving out goodies. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, like I said, uh, Memorial Healthcare Systems Mm -hmm. and Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. I mean, we've got a great group of sponsors. Mm -hmm. And we always do and of course let me not forget our drink sponsor hello coca-cola <laughs> cox media group thank you thank so you for much. the water and the power aid and all the other stuff that you give us because it's hot out it there. it is so hot we... out there and what do we say to them drink 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 at Staying every booth hydrated we have big tubs full of ice and gator and i can't say gatorade oh, power power aid <laughs> um, water any type of beverage um to kind of just keep you hydrated i mean and it goes by fast yeah 10 a.m to 2 p.m you don't realize you're out there yeah you know so so we want to congratulate and i think it was so awesome thank you so much for sharing your story um because so many people are listening and feel discouraged but you're like an inspiration and we see you you on tv during tragedies but we never knew that back end and we appreciate you being open and honest, and you're like a superwoman. Oh, happy so Women's nice. Month! Yay! <laughs> I know I said it all wrong. <laughs> that's but thank okay. Thank you so much, Barbara, for stopping by. Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. No worries. Your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters, ninety nine jams.